0: Uh, so we've left the bones. Are we going back to muscle? No, we're going, well, we are to some degree. We're going back to something called trigger points. Okay. So, how many people here have been treated by their therapist, whether it be massage, chiro, or physio, and you've been told that you have a trigger point? Okay, good. So, we're going to talk about trigger points. Because if, if there's any one thing that we do for sure, um, in massage therapy, we, we treat a lot of trigger points. You will hear from massage therapists, I've never found a trigger point. And that's quite possible. Um, but uh, you will likely come across them. Where did they come from and what are they? There was a lady named Janet Travell. Her claim to fame was she was actually JFK's physician before he was killed. Everybody knows who JFK is, right? He was assassinated, yes? What was wrong with JFK? He had a real bad issue you guys all know he was a drug addict? He was on painkillers because he had a terrible, terrible back. So Janet was one of his physicians and she came up with this whole theory of trigger points. What she discovered was that at times when you palpate certain muscles, you get referral patterns. And she started to see a trend of common patterns in the patients she was seeing. So she came up with this theory. So what is a trigger point? How do you know you're on a trigger point Um, in regards to when you're treating somebody? So we're going to talk about those things. When we look at the pictures, because there's pictures in your study guide, right? You'll see that the X is where we find the, tri- the primary trigger point. So commonly, uh, we look at trapezius, upper trapezius. This is kind of the common area we find a trigger point, And they have patterns. So guess what you have to do? You have to know the patterns. Okay, you need to study the patterns. Uh, we never we got away from it. I hated it, because it's, it's I've always found it important to know the major patterns. Certainly there's there's two full books of them. You only have to know sort of the more common ones for this class, right? And for the next class. Uh, Each trigger point has a common referral pattern. How do we treat it? Uh, And there are trigger points uh, listed in both Muscolino's muscle book and in the trail guide. I think there's trigger points in there as well. So what is it? The definition of a trigger point is that it is in a hyper-irritable area in skeletal muscle or its associated fascia that is associated with a hypersensitive and palpable nodule. In other words, it's like the muscle is in a constant state of contraction. And it's located in a taut band. The area is painful on compression, when you compress on it, and it gives rise to a variety of symptoms, such as Referred pain. If anything, I would circle that or underline it because that is what's important. To me, that's the most important thing. If I shove on a muscle and I get a referral pattern, it's likely a trigger point. Referred tenderness, motor dysfunction, so it might jiggle and and contract. I find that less often than not, although Janet says it happens quite often. And possibly autonomic phenomenon, which may include vasoconstriction, pilomotor, goosebumps, response, and hyper secretion sweating. <coughs> right, so how many people here at a trigger point done it hurts like and you start sweating? Yep, so that could be the result of it, okay? So the key things to take here is that when, so this is where, where people get confused. If I push on a tissue, so I, I, I'm palpating a tissue when I'm treating it, I discovered that there is a, um, a taut band in the tissue, and then I'll work through that band to see if I can find a palpable nodule within the band. I will push on the band, and if it, it may be hypersensitive, and if I push firmly enough and move into it, the patient says that it is referring going to my eye, or it feels like my shoulder's gonna blow out, or my fingers have gone numb. Okay, fairly common terms that you hear as far as that goes. So we see here in the diagram, we're looking at upper traps here. And what they're saying is that when we look at the architecture of normal, relaxed muscle tissue, we seem to have these hyper-contracted areas that you feel as like a taut band. You ever heard the term like ropey? You know, when you roll over? Maybe some of you guys will find that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, But then within those ropey areas, you find these even deeper, harder nodules that have these referral patterns, okay? So the continuously contracted knot in the muscle fiber stops blood flow at the trigger point thus starving it of oxygen and nutrients which causes it to be hypersensitive. Everybody got that? All right, so there are types. There are a number of different types. The first is an active. So this is a patient who says to you, yeah, I'm at home, I'm on the couch, I get this wicked headache. And you ask them where the headache is and they tell you, oh, it's behind my eye or it's in my temple area or in my jaw well that could be an active trigger point that is causing a referral pain pattern the patient sees it as a headache but it could be it's likely a referral pattern from a trigger point in a muscle in the cervical neck area or in the jaw area okay latent um, is a trigger point that produces a pain pattern only when pushing on it so active is the patient may come in saying, "I've got this going on," and you're like, "Hmm, sounds like a trigger point." That's why if anybody asks me for it, if, they have a, if they tells me they have a headache, I always want to know where the headache is because it starts to paint a picture for me where it might be a trigger point. Primary arises in response to trauma or acute or chronic overload. A satellite is activated by a key trigger point by being in its area referral or its agonist or synergist. So you find a muscle that's got a trigger point in it, you might find another trigger point in a synergist to that muscle, or a a trigger point in the associated referral pattern. So if we go back here, maybe I'm in here in trapezius, and there's a trigger point in masseter, because masseter is sitting in the referral pattern of the upper trapezius. Everybody follow me? Any questions on that? Does that kind of make sense? Uh, and then central is located near the center of the muscle and you can get attachment trigger points at the muscle, tendon, or upon urosis. I have also found trigger points in the joint capsules of the zut joints in the neck. I, found, I find trigger, pattern, uh, trigger point patterning in, in that kind of tissue as well. So, given that the, cli- given the client's treatment plan indicates a possibility that trigger points may be present, you must first identify the trigger points. Where is that trigger point? What muscle is it in? and it is indicated by at least two of one of the following. Local tenderness within a taut band of muscle, a local twitch response, so the muscle twitches when you push on it, and or a client's report of referral pain, tenderness, or autonomic phenomenon, okay? That's kind of your criteria for if you decide that you're gonna treat it. You guys talk about treatment plan, Tanya? No, so you, will, you will be, understanding. you have to come up with a plan depending on what you wanna do. Ultimately though, the client is informed that the treatment of myofascial trigger points may be painful. Put simply, consent. Get a pain scale, check in, and so forth. Treating trigger points hurts. hurts. Okay, And to treat a trigger point, you have to push. So a little rubby, 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 you won't find trigger points. You need to get into the tissue and find the stuff. So you'll see all these referral patterns. Here's upper trapezius. Here's peroneal. Uh, here is superspinatus, or sorry, infraspinatus. It goes down. This is a very common trigger point. Uh, you've got, um, I don't have a cord, QL in here. Uh, this is a glute trigger point. This is a lower trapezius trigger points. Here is, so you look at headache patterns. Suboccipital muscles, semispinalis capitis versus semispinalis services versus uh, sternal division, or sternocleidomastoid or collicular division. Here is uh, trapezius fibers, here is temporalis. <coughs> And here is plenty of services. Any of these look like headaches some of you guys are having? If you have headaches? So maybe, just maybe, if you get a therapist to poke their bony little thumb in there, they might actually take your headache away. Because maybe all it is, is an active trigger point in a muscle that's kind of tired and worn out. Now you see how important it is to know these patterns? Because now it really helps you paint a picture of what be going on with your client in terms of what they're presenting with. And Trevelle talks a lot about how uh, even somebody having pectoral angina, right? Could be a trigger point that's causing the chest pain. that's not even the heart at all. So the treatment technique is applied until the client tells you the level of referred pain either decreases or eliminated. So you shove your finger in there, you push on it until the patient says, oh, the pain is gone, okay? Muscle stripping and compression are the most common in our scope. I prefer compression. Some therapists perform stripping. They prefer to actually strip out the trigger point. I prefer shoving my thumb in there and keeping it. Okay? I don't know what you guys have come across with your therapist. Do so they push on it or strip it or what do they do? Would stripping be similar to like grasping? Yes. No, okay. I freaking hate grasping. Yeah. yeah, no not with it. I think it does too much damage to the, to the tissue. I, like I like the idea of it, but why not use your hand? Right, right. then a then uh, butcher knife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, discontinue until the technique if the referral panic pain does not diminish. So if you can't get it to diminish, maybe try something like some heat or cold. For Following the treatment of trigger points, the treated muscle is stretched. And some authors suggest we put heat on it. So I go into it, I ultimately try to resolve it. When it's finished, I stretch it out and maybe put heat on it. Ultimately, though, if you find a trigger point, you have to make a decision. If you don't have time, leave it alone and come back to it another time. You have to resolve it because if you don't and you get it flared up, the patient is going to feel like crap after the treatment because all you've done is irritated it. So if you find a trigger point, you have to make a decision. Am I going to treat it today until it's gone or leave it until next time because I'm running out of time? You don't ever want to play with it to determine because it can get quite quite uncomfortable for the patient. not used or is modified if a contra- contradiction to this technique exists. So maybe they, you know, they're on a medication that they can't determine how much pressure you're putting on it, or maybe they've had a stroke and they don't, their feeling isn't good, right? Stop the assessment, treatment of trigger points immediately if the client requests it, for sure. So how do we do it? First, we warm up the tissue: effleurage, petrissage, whatever it may be, right? Get lots of flow in there, get the get it going. Identify a taut band or tendinous nodule, twitch, auto re, auto uh, response, or referral pattern. So, ma'am, when I push on here, you say it hurts. Does the pain go anywhere else? No, it's right there. Or yes, weird. Touch my back, and I'm feeling it in my forehead. All right. Uh, use reinforced fingers or thumbs or an elbow. Apply pressure slowly, increase gradually, sustain evenly, and release gradually. Patience. It's not. <coughs> not going to work. right? It's What I want you to think about is when I push, I want to think about releasing that top band like an onion, layer by layer by layer by layer by layer. By layer. And that takes time. Sometimes I'm on a trigger point for 10 minutes before it finally, finally gets really of it. I do a lot of uh, static work where I don't move. It's probably why my arthritis is so bad in my thumbs. But I like it. I think it works best. We hold from a few seconds to more than a minute. You might guys want to try 50 to 30 to see. Work at a tolerable pressure. Not your tolerable pressure. Their patient's tolerable pressure, right? When using to treat trigger points, progress by increasing pressure in response to verbal feedback from the client and palpable tissue softening. That's going to take time to to get the sensitivity to feel that. But it is the coolest thing in the world the first time it happens and you feel it. You'll push on it, you'll feel the tissue resistance, you'll stay with it, and then the tissue just goes and it just literally melts under your thumb. And uh, it's quite a cool feeling when you finally start to recognize that and feel it, and then from then on, you'll always feel it when you work with your patients. Um, after trigger point's been released, when the client is given feedback of no pain or if trigger point doesn't change, we stop. Stretch the muscle passively for 30 seconds. <coughs> Uh, Apply moist heat to the muscle for five minutes or longer. I don't know what OBM stands for, this isn't my slides. Uh, Continue with regional massage, flush the area with petrissage, right? Superficial, deep superficial, following your principles. Um, And then have client perform full active range of motion post-muscle treatment. What do we need to think about? Well, know your referral patterns, that's important. So so you'll get a sense of whether something is a trigger point. Identify key trigger points and perpetuating factors. Trauma can cause it. Chronic, um, chronic positioning, chronic poor posture. Those are, a muscle sometimes reacts to the trigger point because it's getting overworked. It's tired, right? So you start to run into these things. Use stripping and specific compression, trigger point, uh, trigger point pressure release on trigger points. preceded and followed with regional massage. Uh, we tend to call it Decker DIC, digital ischemic compression. What am I doing? Come on now. Yeah. Let's see if we can uh, make you cringe a little bit. So what am I doing when I'm doing a digital ischemic compression, and I think I know where you already have one. Okay? So I'm just going to come in there. How is that? Going down my arm. Going down your arm, right? Yeah. Okay. So this is, this is an infraspinatus trigger point, all right? So what, I, what I'm doing in fact is, I mean I would massage this and warm it up, but I just want to get a feel of the kind of pressure I have, right? So now I'm gonna push yeah, here. I'm and that's how far, that's how hard I'm pushing, that's it. Okay? Yeah. So it's not, it's not like I'm going, ah, I'm trying to put it right through the other side of his scapula. But once I find that trigger point, oh there it is right there. Yeah, that's even worse? Yeah. Yeah. Your fingers don't feel like they're going numb? Not really, just no, tingling. Just tingling. Yeah. Okay? So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna push on that muscle because I said a tight bond results in the muscle being ischemic, correct? Ischemic means without blood. Alright? So that's what makes it uncomfortable. Well, what am I doing? Am I pushing on it? Digital ischemic compression. What am I doing? I'm cutting off even more blood supply. Okay, that's why he feels it. And the idea is that when it relaxes, okay, if I stay it long enough to relax, 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 So I let go, woof, all this beautiful blood comes in, flushes out all those metabolites, and it tends to feel better. Okay, so you get the idea of the pressure, right? And that, he felt it right away, as far as that goes. Yeah. Right? Uh, another common one... Is um, is this guy here? Is that going up in your head? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's superspinatus. Okay, I'm right at the attachment too. That probably feels kind of a good pain, right? Kind of up right, up right up there. there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks. Sorry, I didn't mean to give you the finger there. <laughs> How did you know when you said? I've been doing this a long so you can time. Just look at no, I just know, like in my experience, with the hundreds of people that I've seen, almost every patient, 90%, have a trigger point in their I don't know why. I think it has to do with sitting in posture when that muscle does, but just about everybody has it. And most of us have it in, in the scapula because we all tend to have anterior head carriage, and the later scapula kind of suspends the head and it gets overworked. Again, most of those trigger points tend to come from overwork, right? So. We push on it, and uh, I prefer, but again, you're going to learn stripping techniques from some of your teachers as well, so some like to fascially strip a tissue out to resolve a trigger point versus pushing with a fingertip. Trigger points can mimic nerve entrapment, nerve root pain, and visceral pathologies. So you might have people who come to you and say they've been told they have carpal tunnel and you shove your finger into one of the flexors of the forearm and they go, that's the pain, they don't have carpal tunnel at all. And you can see even numbness and tingling, you would think, right, that tingles. Some physicians would say, you have a nerve problem nerve problem, right? But you don't. It's just a trigger point. So it can it can express that way. Uh, trigger points can cause excruciating pain. Right? So there's a couple in the shoulder. Sometimes in infraspinatus, the patient will tell me it feels like the front of the shoulder is blowing right out. Right? Or you know you ever get headaches where your pressure in your head just seems to just up and up and up and up and it doesn't stop? Sometimes that's the way the patient feels when you get into the suboccipitals and the cervical muscles with the trigger point, as far as that goes. Uh, we do want to treat agonists, antagonists, and synergists. So although I may identify a particular muscle with a trigger point, that's not the only muscle I work on. I work on all the other muscles related to that <coughs> muscle in the group of whatever I'm working on. So you had infraspinatus in there, I'd be working on teres major, teres minor, superspinatus, middle traps, um, uh, latissimus dorsi, on and on and on. I would make sure that I was concentrating on all those associated structures. And then I would teach clients self care protocol. So, part of your problem is that your posture is poor. You tend to be forward shouldered and forward head. You need to start getting back and giving those muscles a bit of a break. So, that's kind of what you do with your patient. Okay, so now we're going to have some fun. Just let me stop this for a sec. Just for a moment. To...